morning, City Church. It is Friday, April 17th, and this is City Church Together. Today, I'm going to be in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, 2 Corinthians chapter 13, and I am going to read um, from 2 Corinthians starting in verse 5. So this is the final part of Paul's second letter to the Corinthians. He says, test yourselves to see if you are in the faith. Examine yourselves. Or do you yourselves not recognize that Jesus Christ is in you unless you fail the test? And I hope you will recognize that we ourselves do not fail the test, but we pray to God that you do nothing wrong. Not that we may appear to pass the test, but that you may do what is right, even though we may appear to fail. For we can't do anything against the truth, but only for the truth. We rejoice when we are weak and you are strong. We also pray that you become fully mature. This is why I am writing these things while absent. So that when I am there, I may not have to deal harshly with you. In keeping with the authority the Lord gave me for building up and not for tearing down. Finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice. Become mature. Be encouraged. Be of the same mind. Be at peace And the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the saints send you greetings. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. That is the word of the Lord from 2 Corinthians 13. I I will be preaching this weekend, uh, this Sunday, on uh, John chapter 21. And as a heads up for you listeners out there that um, will be gathered with us in some way in the sermon this weekend, um, if you're looking for a movie night tonight, especially for those of you who have teenagers and older, um, I'm going to reference and use as a sort of narrative structure the movie Warrior. Um, And so if you'll read John chapter 21 and watch the movie Warrior this weekend, um, that will give you lots of insight. But something that that came up, uh, I recorded that sermon um, today, was thinking about uh, a couple of things and a couple of questions that that might come up about repentance. Because in John chapter 21, you have Peter's repentance as Jesus leads him to repentance for denying him. And I wanted to address and have us focus today on this idea that Paul brings up in 2 Corinthians 13 about examining yourself and testing yourself to see if you are in the faith. I want you to notice that in these verses that Paul's aim is not for people necessarily to feel bad or feel guilty, but his aim is for the church to be built up. He says that he wants their maturity. His aim is that when he gets there, he doesn't have to point their sin out to them because they have already examined themselves. They have already done the hard work of sort of spiritual insight, of self-discovery, of looking at what their motives are and repented of them so that when he is there, that they are there and able to uh, be joyful with him and he can rejoice in their maturity and that they're encouraged and will be at peace. And that brings us to this idea, and that is a common question that I've had. And I know many Christians 
today have and through the ages have had. And that is, there's the idea of humility where I look away from myself and, and look to God and not spend a lot of time on thinking about myself. But there's a very destructive idea in completely moving away from doing what the prophet uh, Haggai says, considering your ways. Consider your ways. Examine yourself. Um, watch out that you don't fall into sin. Be aware of your tendencies. And so Paul says here, tells the Corinthians to examine themselves, to test themselves. Now, by testing themselves, he doesn't mean figure out what you are most tempted by and run and put yourself in that situation to see if you fail. You know, are you a gambling addict? Well, you should walk straight into a casino and see if you can withstand it. Now, that's not what he means by test himself. He's talking here about self-examination, just like there are ways that we self-examine for our physical health. There are ways that we also self-examine for our spiritual health to be sure that we are in maturity. There are some different psychological diagnoses and there are some ways that different events in our past can cause us to run away from self-examination. There's ways that we think um, we are raised to think that self-esteem is the most important thing that we have. And so when you examine yourself, all that you should find are good things. When in actuality, the the doctrine of sin, then the doctrine of man tells us that when we examine ourselves, we will find sin. And it is a narcissistic personality that when sin is found, dismisses it and puts the blame on someone else. It does take humility to when you examine yourself, number one is to pull that sin out and not be afraid of it. This is what the cross of Christ does. The cross of Christ, we see our sin on Jesus. And that doesn't mean we ignore our sin in the past. It means that when we examine ourselves and we find it in us, we aren't afraid to point at it and take responsibility for it and say, that's my sin. I know it has been paid for, and I'm now going to repent of it and turn. Additionally, this tells us that we as the church, we are responsible because um, the book of Ephesians tells us that we're, we're to be about building up the body and helping others to examine themselves is one of the ways that we build up the body. That's why we paid so much attention at City Church to equipping people to self-discover their own sin and also to help others discover their own sin. Now, that sounds that's a little bit scary, isn't it? Like walk around pointing out people's sins. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the way a family does it, which is what the church is referred to, brothers and sisters in Christ. You know, Paul says, greet one another with a holy kiss. The idea here is that the family of God should be about, number one, I have a responsibility to examine myself and test my faith and what's going on inside of me when I see ugliness and sin to repent of it. And I have a responsibility when someone else is trying to help me examine myself and see the sin in me, or when somebody else says, that's sin, that's ugly, that hurt me, or you're hurting others with that, or that is against what God says, that instead of self-defense or deflection, I'm able to receive that word and say, you know what, you're right. It's time for some self-examination. It's time to go test what you have said. Is this true about me? And it doesn't, for, for the Christian, that doesn't have to be taken as condemnation because that sin is not what defines who we are. So we are more bold 
to see our sin and do something about it because we don't ha- our identity is not hung up on whether or not we sin because our identity is now that we are washed, that we are clean, that we are regenerated, that we are made new in Christ. We are a part of his body. We are a part of his family. We have a purpose. We have a hope. We have a future. We have a savior. We have an imperishable inheritance. And therefore, everything that does not match up with that inheritance of the kingdom of God, we are able to say, no, that's not right. I want it out of me. And I want my brothers and sisters help with this. There'll be more about this on Sunday as we look at the story of Peter and Jesus in the final chapter of John. But I want to give you a taste of it. Uh, A heads up, it's Friday. So if you're looking for a movie night, Warrior is on Hulu. I'm not on Netflix, but it is on Hulu. And of course, you can probably find it in all the places that you stream films during this pandemic. Um, but I would I would encourage you to give that a watch. Probably not for the children, uh, but, but teenagers, it'll be fine. And I don't take any responsibility if something offends you in it. Um, unless I need to take responsibility for that, because that's what this was about. So maybe I should take responsibility. In that case, don't watch Warrior. I'll tell you the whole thing without uh, cursing. Um, so... We hope that would be a good thing. Well, actually, I've already filmed it, so I'm pretty sure I didn't curse in the sermon. Well, City Church, let's meditate now, and let's meditate on Paul's words here. Test yourselves to see if you are in the faith. Examine yourselves. Test yourselves to see if in your faith. Examine examine yourselves. And if that begins to scare you, remember, remember, finally, brothers and sisters, my family, Rejoice, be encouraged, be of the same mind, be at peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. Don't be afraid to find your sin, because the God of peace has already, in Jesus Christ, shed his blood to make peace with us. Let's be silent and then pray. Our Father, give us spiritual insight to see our sin, not because we are interested in focusing on ourselves, not because even we're just interested in being better individuals, but because we are the body of Christ. Scripture says we have the mind of Christ, that you have transformed us, that you have called us um, into a hope and a future, into the kingdom of God. And everything in us that does not match up with that new name that you've given us, your children, we want out of us. We want to turn from it. We want to be whole. We want to point others to you. So help us not to be afraid, Holy Spirit, of our sin. But to see it, to name it, to repent of it, to bring it into the light in community, and to ask other brothers and sisters to walk along with us in that repentance. Thank you, Father, for the hope of forgiveness, the sure thing that you gave us on the cross, that you see our sin, you see how ugly we are deep down before we see it ourselves, and yet you've died for us so that we can look in there and get rid of it. Thank you, Jesus, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.